0: Who do you think wins more games this season, the Packers or the Badgers? And before you say the obvious answer, the Packers play 16 games, the Badgers play 12. Uh, why are you guys doing this Twitter poll? Uh, we are aware that there are more games in an NFL season wait, there are? than a college football You're season. You're kidding me. So, uh, yes, I know a couple of people like, well, wait a minute, the Packers play 16 games, the Badgers play 12. Um, all right, now, now think about it and really think about, you know, both teams basically have the same over-under total from Vegas. Uh, the Packers have about a half win more. Wisconsin's at that eight and a half, nine range. Packers are in the nine, nine and a half range. So, uh, yes, the Packers are predicted slightly to win more games than uh, than uh, the Badgers are. Um, but do you look at, you know, with the non-conference starting Friday night, which we have just been talking about, I mean... You know, there's no locks that Wisconsin's going to go three, you know, in their non-conference games. But it's, it's pretty it's pretty well assumed every year the Badgers have three, right, guaranteed wins with the non-conference. And then it's just, can you, you know, how many Big Ten games can you win? Yeah. Whereas um, the Packers, yeah, I mean, there there could be some bad teams on the schedule. I mean, like, we don't think. Teams like you know the Lions and Raiders are gonna and Redskins are gonna be very good and those should be wins for the Packers, but you don't <laughs> but, know. But that's well. But
1: two, hasn't it been two years in a row the Lions beat the Packers both
0: twice. That's correct. Oh. Both years at Lambeau Field. And then here's the other thing is one of the reasons why we love the NFL so much is the unpredictability. And every year since they've expanded to two wild cards, a team that has been last place the previous year has won the division. So that means if you believe in twenty some straight years of trends and that's a pretty good trend, 20-plus years, either the Jets, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Raiders, the Giants, the Lions, the Buccaneers, or the Cardinals. 21 straight years of history say one of those teams is going to win its division this year. Let me and throw this out there. <laughs> So maybe it doesn't. What I was saying is it, you know, to just automatically say the Packers, well, it's it's a better bet to take the Packers. I don't it's think it's not. That, no, it's
1: not. You, I don't think do it is. not say the Packers in this because the, it's since two thousand and let's see, the Packers have only won more games than the Badgers twice since two thousand and twelve. Once would be in two thousand and twelve. The Packers went eleven and five. The Badgers went eight and six. And then the Badgers win more every year up till now. Besides, in twenty fifteen, I think. Yeah, so the Packers won ten games, and the Badgers, oh, won ten. So one time, Joe, one time. Um, I'd go bad. You go Badgers in this one. The Packers have not had more wins than the Badgers.
0: That's Since a good. I mean, that's twenty twelve. There's a lot of
1: numbers I'm doing right here. Some well, you fly. were
0: referencing Action Zone University. What is one of the great classes at, at Action Zone University? Trends are your friends. Trends are your friends. That's a that's a pretty good trend. Um, and even you know,
2: and the Packers have way more question marks than the Badgers right now. The Badgers know who their starting quarterback is. They've gotten Quintez Cephas back. They know they have a Heisman candidate in Jordan Taylor, or Jonathan Taylor. The Packers, what do they have? They haven't even had their number one offense on the field yet.
0: Yeah, no, I first would.
2: first-round pick looks oh, like a bust okay. more and
1: more every week. 2012 and 2014, the Packers won more games than the
0: Badgers. Outside of that, going back to 2012, it's been the Badgers winning more. Uh, all right, 608-321-1670. Okay. Uh, Who do you believe, just on a win total? Not, you know, don't, don't leave it up to subjectivity of, well... This team pl- had a better record, but the other team was, you know, ha- had played a tougher schedule. Was a better team. Just black and white. Who wins more games this year? The Packers win more games. The Badgers win more games. A Couple tweets. Um, Liv
1: Moss Jory Mama says the answer is clearly the Badgers. When was the last time the Packers won more? Yeah, you know, I just told you that. But yeah, t- spot on, dude. Uh, our guy Rick James B4 says Packers have consist uh, have consistency the most important position, but the Badgers are more complete. Give me some Bucky. hashtag F
2: Bucky. Here, here might be a good one to add on to the Twitter. Who will have more wins? The Packers, the Badgers, or Brewers in September? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, can the Brewers win ten? Did double? Can the Brewers go ten and twenty uh, the rest of the way? Um, you know, if, if you look at it just on a on a schedule front, you know, Wisconsin is a 13-point favorite this week. Um, they will probably be uh, double that next week at home against Central Michigan. I would think somewhere in the low to mid-20s. Uh, you know, the Michigan game, assuming Michigan can get to 2-0, which they should, I would think Michigan would be a slight favorite. Um, you'll be a favorite at home against Northwestern probably at this point. Obviously, a massive favorite against Kent State. Michigan State... I would definitely circle that. Uh, a lot of people think Sparty's undervalued this year. I mean, if, if, but if Wisconsin beats Michigan, Ebo, you're five and O going into that game. I yep. think you'll be favored at Illinois. You're probably a seven to 10 point dog at Ohio state. You're probably a slight favorite at home against Iowa. Nebraska to me is the real wild card. Everybody's in love with Nebraska. I am not. Do I, I think they're going to be better than four and eight. I don't think they're a fringe national title contender as Some are suggesting I think you'll be a a touchdown to 10-point favorite at home against Purdue. And then you end the season at Minnesota. And again, just like Nebraska, did Minnesota beat Wisconsin last year because they were better or because of all the turmoil of the quarterback situation with Hornibrook and Cone? And it had been a massively disappointing season already. And what, honestly, at the end of the day, when you miss out on the Big Ten Championship game like they did, What's the difference between seven and five and eight and four? And they had already kind of you know packed it in, Ebo, before they even kicked that game off last year. (sighs) So, but I would say right now Wisconsin would be a slight favorite. So if you just go by the Vegas line, I would say they're they're favored in nine games or an underdog in three. So if you extrapolate that out to record, Vegas will give you and they're going to be based on point spread. The Badgers are a nine and three team this season. Now for the Packers to win that bet. Obviously the Packers gotta be a ten and six or better team. And what do we know about the Packers?
1: When even when they're at their best, it seemed like they were a ten and six team, right? Yeah. Packers. At least when it comes to the Badgers, I, I feel a lot more comfortable about the Badgers season than I do about the Packers season, despite the, the Badgers having, you know, some tough games on there. But I feel so much more comfortable with the Badgers than I do with the Packers. I have so many question marks well, when it comes think- to the Green Bay Packers. <laughs>
2: You can easily look at this Badger schedule and say they should win eight games, no problem. Yeah, Packers, eight and eight could very well that could be the, that could what be what they season. are. Mm-hmm. Not guaranteed wins.
0: True, but you guys would both say like, last year it would to think seven and five for Wisconsin would have never crossed anyone's mind. You know, and Nelson just says this year there's eight. On this schedule, you know, last year you look at it, there yeah. was probably 10.
1: But what if I told you that you'd have Aaron Rodgers play every single game and you'd be 6-9-1? and one?
0: And again, I would have not have believed, I would have said you were crazy on that front too. So you're right, the door swings both ways. If you would have told me last year with that Badger schedule what they brought back, you know, an entire offensive line, an MVP of a bowl game quarterback and the front runner. At this point last year, people forget, at this point last year, Jonathan Taylor had the best odds to a Heisman. Nice so you had the Heisman front runner. Yeah, a returning NFL-ready offensive line, and you had the MVP of the Orange Bowl. <laughs> I mean, that, to God. say that that team was going to go seven and five—that that's got to be one of the now that you think about it, that's got to be one of the great disappointments of all time I for know. our teams. I mean, totally. you had four potential NFL uh, picks on the line. You had the MVP, you had the MVP of the Orange Bowl, and you had the Heisman candidate leading vote getter at the well, time. Let's
2: look at it in 2019. You still have the Heisman Trophy one of the favorites Jonathan Taylor correct you still have a solid line and you have you don't have the third string quarterback at Florida State anymore
0: <laughs> okay let's go back two years I don't know that but to, to say that hang on you guys I don't I mean I, I know where you guys are at do you really feel like it's that obvious for Wisconsin for what Nelson just said I'm kind of like yeah, maybe this is closer to seven and five than twelve and zero. Let's go back to uh, like after the twenty seventeen
1: season. All right, I know Brett Hundley. You had a lot of hopes for him, and he let you down. And he was, you know, statistically not great. Brett Hundley. Well, you are going to get a Aaron Rodgers back. He's going to be healthy. He's going to play every single year. I know the Packers went seven and nine in twenty seventeen under Brett Hundley. But oh my god, uh, 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 and Aaron Rodgers played every game. And they went six, nine, and one. Yeah, bruh. At the most important position. In
0: football, (laughs) yeah, it's terrible. I mean, look, I I think everybody knew going into last season, Mike McCarthy was coaching for his job. I thought McCarthy would rally. I thought the team would rally around him. Getting Rodgers back after the disaster of Hunley, I thought would be a huge shot in the arm. I think I thought the team would rally around him. Getting rid of Ted Thompson, whether you loved or hated Ted Thompson, they most agreed it was time for a change. She had fresh ideas with the GM, a a fresh approach of building a roster. I I mean, the Packers' season last year is beyond stunning. With everything they had going into it, returning Rodgers, McCarthy basically coaching for his job, and a new GM, I'm stunned. Still thinking about it. You know, you think about how stunned I am at seven and five for Wisconsin. To what you just said, even those points, yeah, I'm stunned that Green Bay went six nine and one with everything they had on the on the table to motivate them going into the season. Yeah, to and to follow it up with, I mean when you, and that six st- nine and one. It's stunning. If
2: the beginning of a season kind of puts that taste in your mouth on how it's going to turn out the rest of the year. Look how easy the Badgers' schedule is. A lot of home games. you got Central Michigan, South Florida, Kent State, Michigan State at home, Michigan, I mean, Michigan you got, at you home. Have opportunities
1: to they have a beat, lot beat of opponents. winnable
2: games to yeah. get off to a good start and start that season off rolling. Look at the Packers. They haven't even had their first offense on the field yet in preseason, and it sounds like they won't be playing in the last game. They play at Chicago, Minnesota, Denver, who'll probably be about a five hundred team. Yeah, Philly, who's supposed to be good, and at Dallas. That's a lot tougher schedule than what the Badgers. And are I know you look at the with.
1: Packers schedule, and you're like, all right, you got some layups. The Lions, they're gonna be trash. The Raiders, they're gonna be trash. The Packers lost to the Lions two times the past two years.
0: Well, Detroit's like the they're the best and the worst of, of both worlds because they're they're the team that will be six and ten but they could beat anybody, right? Like I don't think the Lions are going to be 500, but, but they, they'll they'll be a Sunday where they beat the Vikings or the Packers or the Rams because they, they're, they're just good enough to compete with the good teams, but they're not good enough to maintain it for a season. So And well, I want to
2: go out on a limb and say that that Oakland game is one of the Packers' oopsies this year. You have a short week after playing Monday night football against the Lions. Then you go on the road for at Kansas City and at – it's definitely a look-ahead game. Short, short week and a look-ahead game. <laughs> that scares me. Well, did it, the Skins beat the Packers last year?
0: Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that was probably their worst. That was weak. there was and so. Weak. Should
2: the Niners if uh, Rodgers didn't pull a rabbit out of his hat at the end? Yes. Yeah,
0: well, here's Nelson. To your point, and again, six oh eight three two one sixteen seventy. Who do you think wins more games, uh, Packers or Badgers? To Nelson's point, Ebo, and it all comes down to this, the, you look at it as like, you know, we are talking about the Brewers, our, our stadium glass of beers at half full or half empty. To Nelson's point, yes, obviously we know Bears week one on the road, but you have Vikings, Broncos, Eagles, three straight weeks, but you have them all at home. Now, Philadelphia, a lot of people are very high on this year. I think Denver, a lot of people think offensively is going to be very bad. They still have a good defense, but, you know, the, they're, they're not a playoff team. And then the Vikings... Like the Packers are a team that probably has as many question marks as anybody. So you could look at that and say, boy, that one and two is a possibility. Now you could be starting the season, you know, one and three, or you could look at that and say, you get three straight games at home. What a chance to, you know, even if you lose to the Bears next week, to roll roll off three straight in a row at home. And if you get to three and one going into Dallas. Who knows? Maybe Dallas doesn't have Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott in the roster. And, you know, Dallas isn't that daunting of a game. And somehow you steal that, and then you come home for winnable games against Detroit and Oakland. I know that's a lot of what if, it, but it's the same thing you're doing with the Badger schedule, right? Oh, yeah. if Wisconsin can just beat Michigan, you know, they should be sitting 3-0, and and then you can reel off five in a row. You know, you could be 6-0 and going to Ohio State. You could, But you could also lose to Michigan. You could also lose to Michigan State. Hell, you could lose to Northwestern and you could be three and three going into Ohio State. And at that point, you're like you're just happy to get to seven and five like you were last year. I
2: mean, the the Packers first what, five out of seven games is home? The Badgers have their first, what is it, five out of six are home? Correct. So a lot of home games early. Do you think Lambo's really the same old Lambo it was just ten years ago? No, not even close. See, I think Camp Randall's still a lot more of a home field advantage than what Lambo is currently.
1: Well, at least everyone fills up Lambo and the Which I was just
0: gonna say, which is crazy because Camp Randall's a tougher place to play, even though it's half empty.
1: Dude, the Lambo Mystique. We've had that
0: conversation for like three years. Is there still the Lambo Mystique? Not at all. No, there's not. They've lost all their division games, you know. Plus, it's professionals. Outside of Aaron Rodgers pulling up one of the greatest miracles in in modern sports, what they did against the Bear game. That's their only win against the division the last two years. They're one in five at Lambo against the division the last two years. LOL. Poll is up. Who do you think wins more games this season? The Packers. Or the Badgers close right now, 58% of you going with Green Bay uh, to 42% Wisconsin. And again, you know, yes, the Packers play four more games, Ebo. Gives them four more chances for a win. Um, But the flip side that, you can argue, is they don't get, you know, layup games if you consider South Florida, Central Michigan, and Kent State layup games. Some people think tomorrow night's a... Uh, or, yeah, or, or Illinois. Or Illinois. Right? Uh, you know, some people say Friday night's a trap game. Um, you know, Central Florida team that started 7 0 last season. They're obviously not a power five team. They're in those quote mid majors, you know, the American Conference. I mean, they lost six in a row to end it. I, I, Wisconsin's a 13 point favorite for a reason. Um, I know the conditions may be difficult, you know, 100 plus temperatures. But if you look, if you want to be one of the big boys in the big Ten which they've been up until last year for the last five years um you gotta find a way to I mean this this can't this has got to be a comfortable win on Friday night yeah do you think I mean what would the line open at again open at 10 and it went down to eight and a half is it and up then again it's, now it's going crazy it's up to like 12 and a half 13. Oh, really well wow. so, so uh, what do you
1: what do you think of the line on that like I don't know much about South Florida besides they started out hot last year and then they didn't they? What did they start? Six and oh? seven, seven, seven and zero, oh. and,
0: oh? and then they just bottomed out, right? They they started seven and zero. Oh, they lost six in a row in the season. So Judas. they finished seven and six. I just don't have a good vibe on South Florida. Do you guys like?
2: I mean, I there. Think, th- I think thirteen, thirteen and a half is about right because yeah, I would I, see the or the Brewers, the Badgers, kind of just grinding it out. Look how they won a lot of games last year. They don't need Jack Cohn to look flashy. They need him to hand the ball to Taylor.
0: Yeah, I could. I mean, we'll, we'll obviously we'll get in all the predictions. By the way, I have a, something new uh, coming. Hopefully, for the score predictor this year, Ebo. Um, so we'll have our first score predictor on Friday. But yeah, I mean, to Nelson's point, I would, I would think you, you know, you're going to want to try and conserve yourself and, and play a smart game. Hopefully, the defense is back. I, I mean, I would think 14 is about right, and I would be fine with it. You know, 27, 13, 28, 14, something like that. I, I could see that being the case on Friday night. But to the point of the schedule. Where, like, you know, the Packers, You we talk about, okay, well, you have the Lions and the Raiders and the Redskins and the Giants at home. Those should be four guaranteed wins. They should, but in the NFL, the odds are one of those teams, because those were all terrible last year, the odds are one of those teams are going to be a really good team this year, right? So you yeah. don't know where the Packers, quote-unquote, layup wins are. We know just on the, how college football works. That Kent State, Central Michigan, South Florida are going to be wins. And if they aren't, those are like, you know, when you have stunning, you know, where a non-conference team that's a 27-point favorite, <clears throat> BYU, Oof. comes into your place last year and beats you. I don't think that's going to happen two years in a row. No. So you should right away start Wisconsin with a 3-0 record. I don't know that you can start the Packers. Right away with a three and and0 record. Whereas I want to know think the... Wisconsin uh. would be a stunner if they didn't. Like you get could say 3-0. Packers layup wins, Lions. Well, you they haven't. They that. haven't
1: beat the Lions yeah. for two years. Uh, then you could say, well, what about the Niners or the Giants? Well, they're going to San Francisco. Then the next week, we're going to New York.
2: So in the in the NFL, that's though, a hard travel schedule. Just in general, everyone's a professional. Everyone is trying to win every single game so they get paid. Like the the Packers have such a small. Margin of error, even playing against these lesser teams, correct? But the Badgers, they could play like garbage against Kent State and still win by two touchdowns, right? Yeah,
0: um, and you know, that's like Nelson's point, you know, like with you know, people say oh, like tanking or whatever, they should, I mean, that's the stupidest thing ever because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that you see it in the NFL every year, they are professionals, and that's why an 0 9 team. Yeah, that's why NFL suicide pools uh, are, are brutal. Those are tough because it's just so. Oh well, you know the seven and one team's playing the one and seven team. That's so easy. Well, it's not because any you know it's the cheesy expression, but it, it truly is the even given Sunday. So maybe it is the is the bottom line here, Ebo. It's always more difficult to win in the NFL than college. And even if you think the Packers are a better team than Wisconsin. You should still pick Wisconsin because of the un- there's more unpredictability in the NFL than there is in college football.
1: Yeah i I would I'm going Badgers in this poll all the way just because the everyone's a professional. Nelson hit the nail on the head when he, then you look at the quote unquote layup games. You can't. There is not a on paper. Sure, there's some layup games, but then if you dive into it, you haven't beat the Lions in a while. You're traveling for these other teams that are bad. You're traveling. The travel schedule sucks for the Packers for these layup games. Um, I don't know if the Raiders. I assume the Raiders are going to be bad. I assume that's what's going to happen. But it's the NFL. You could have one year the team's terrible. The next year they're all of a sudden they're world beaters. Right. So, and the Packers, the first team offense. I know it's not a huge issue, but it still kind of is an issue, especially if a new offense, a new head coach, a new everything. They haven't even been on on the field yet. When it comes to a preseason game, and they're not going to play tomorrow night against the Chiefs, why would you play in the fourth preseason game? You have a lot of question marks surrounding the Packers. You don't really know like who is solidified number two wide receiver is. Devontae Adams is going to be a beast, we know that. How is this offense going to run for Matt Lafleur? Because it hasn't looking good yet. But well, that's with Kaiser, who's terrible, and Tim Boyle is not bad. But I have so many question marks for the Packers and for the Badgers. I have the same questions I've always had for the Badgers. Can the quarterback be you know proficient enough? And that's it. What 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 question do you have for the Badgers besides the quarterback? We've always had that question.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I would say, I mean, a little bit on the defense. Morning, Cody. Morning, guys. How you doing? Cody, how the hell was the
1: rain delay at Miller Park?
0: Oh, man, I don't even know. I, it was so surprising, too.
3: Like, I didn't even notice it was raining. Like, I just saw a fan starting to head for the concourse. I'm like, what's going on? And then I realized it is raining. I was like, how's this happening? <laughs>
0: no, like, did people think it was like that show, like *Impractical Jokers*, or something? Cody, where like people were looking around, like, "What's the gaff here?" Like, is something going to run out? And, like, you know, you're on candid camera. Like, how, was it just like, what was the mood in there? Like, the vibe when the game was delayed?
3: I mean, it didn't feel real, and then everybody just kind of started laughing. It's kind of like how the Brewer season has gone. <laughs> I mean, it was the perfect uh, metaphor for uh, what has been going on this year.
0: Yeah, and then you know I said this uh, by the way, Cody. I don't know how much of a sports handicap you are, but uh, you'll be happier, maybe uh, bittersweet, to know that we have instituted the hashtag No More Brewer Bets on the Daily Action Zone. We are we are calling it. We are waving the white flag as far as sports gambling. Um, yesterday, I took the Brewers and Nelson and Ivo were kind of questioning it, and now retrospectively, obviously, it was a terrible bet. But you know, going into that game, you talk about a must win game already. You factor in that Hauser's probably been your most consistent pitcher the last month. The opposition pitcher last night hadn't won a game since since early July. He was 0 for his last eight starts. I mean, you talk about a game that should have lined up perfectly for the Brewers to lose that game. I don't want to say there's no hope, but that's kind of, to me, like a symbol. Like, if you don't win that game, I, I don't know where you go from there.
3: Yeah, and Adrian Hauser actually pitched pretty well. He went five innings, only allowed the one run off the home run from Yadier or Molina, who is just an absolute Brewers killer. He's probably gonna thank the Brewers in his Hall of Fame speech. Uh, Hauser he actually had to leave the game so he only threw seventy four pitches. He had left hip discomfort.
1: Oh that's uh, what it was? Hauser
3: described. Yeah. And Hauser and Council both described it as not serious, but there may be a little bit room for concern. Hauser said he was feeling it before the game started and then it kind of inflamed up in the second inning. He said he had it last season as well. Uh, so it's something to watch. Hauser did say he doesn't expect to miss his next start. But if you have discomfort like that, that can linger, and it, it could be a problem moving forward. So hopefully it's nothing, but they, they did say that it, it is a concern. Uh, but, yeah, you look at last night's game, and I thought the Brewers were a lock to win. Like I felt really confident about that. because Same.
1: We bet on like them in the action zone.
3: Yeah, you mentioned what what Nicholas has done, and, and I I saw the stat last night, and it really jumped out at me. Nicholas curveball last night, 63% of his curveballs were in the strike zone, and 61% of his sliders were in the strike zone. When you throw breaking balls, uh, you want those to come outside the strike zone, try to get hitters to chase. And the Brewers just could not hit the breaking balls, like. Their offense is not locked in right now, and I expected more from their offense, especially in a game like this where I don't know if I'd call it a must win yet, especially because you're still only three and a half games out of the wild card. It looks like they're not going to win the division. I think it's kind of safe to say that I think the division chances are, are gone, but the wild card is still there. But losing two in a row now uh, to the Cardinals in the stretch of 10 games where you're playing, uh, you know, against the Cubs. The Astros and Cardinals, like you, you just got to start winning some ball games. I mean, there's only what thirty games left. Like you, you can't, you can't keep doing this. Uh, Cody,
1: is, visiting with their... go ahead, uh, Cody. I mean, is the wild card even? A show? I mean, what's one? Give me one positive about the Milwaukee Brewers that would say that they're going <laughs> to get to the wild card.
3: The one thing I'll say about that, I think they're a better baseball team than how they're playing right now. Uh, so, so I think that's where the hope comes. Uh, that's where the feeling that they can turn it around and still make a little bit of a run and, and get to a position where they are playing for a wild card. I, but that's about it. I mean, but recently And that's, a, and that's kinda, a hope. That's a hope, right? Yeah, that's a hope. But, you know, the, the saying, you are who who you are. You are what your record says you are.
0: So, Cody, I believe it was uh, Denny Green. He said they are who we thought they were. I,
3: <laughs> well, Yadier Merlina definitely is who we thought he was. <laughs> That's for sure. That guy, he's got seven home
0: runs of the season. Three of them have come in the last two days. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was, it's been a tough couple of days. Let me ask you this on a, on a lighter note. Uh, giving credence to someone's criticism that has 183 Twitter followers by playing their name as a walk-up music. Genius move by Christian Yelich or uh, getting bodied uh, on Twitter move by Christian Yelich? Headiness level a thousand, and I love it, and I fully support it. And what was and he saying after I hope the game? He continues to do
3: it. What was he saying uh, about it? Oh, <laughs> uh, he did not talk about it after the game or before the uh, game. Whenever before it was. the game, before the game, I, I I really loved his response. He said basically that he knew he to get criticism for it uh, by some people, and he said he didn't he didn't care. You know, he, he did because it, it was fun, and uh, it was fun to do. And you know, it, you know, you're gonna get criticized for everything you do now in 2019. So everybody's gonna be offended by something. So.
1: I'm offended that you said that. What the hell, dude? <laughs> yeah, how dare you, Cody Grant? How dare you, sir? So, you know, looking at the Brewers, man, are they going to be able to... Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. I know you got to do it for a job, which we appreciate you do a really damn good job at it, but are you ready to throw in the towel? Are you even going to go to the game today in Miller Park? Was it 110? Are you even going to go?
3: Oh, I'm going. I mean, I'm not really looking forward to it, but I am going.
0: <laughs> yeah, Evo and I wondered. At, that, that's it's good of you, Cody, and good for Ebo to ask. You know, we were wondering just you know, it's your job, but you know, at some point, you know, just being kicked in the nards how many days in a row? It's like yo, know, I need a day off, or I, you know, I could probably just get the post game from the internet, or maybe I'll just show up and do the post game, like to subject yourself to watch. If they lose today. I mean, to get swept at home by a team that was, you know, when you came in, you could have walked out of this three-day stretch being, you know, a game and a half out of first, playing the Cubs this week, and How massive would the vibe be? You know, if they get swept today, just the the change in atmosphere and mood and, and vibe it's got to be from what it could have been, you know, when the week started.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And in the locker room last night, you know, we talked to uh, Hernan Perez and Matt Albers and, of course, uh, Hauser. And and all those guys still have their spirits up. They're still uh, looking forward to the challenge. They all emphasize they're still in it, and they just got to start winning games. But you got to think that it's starting to take a toll on them, and they're wondering uh, what is going wrong. Why can't they win these games? Because uh, they just have been playing bad baseball as of late, and it's as simple as that. And I don't know how you fix it. You know, you see a lot of criticism for manager Craig Council. I don't know what more he can do. The one thing, though, I, I, I do criticize Council on last night is why don't you use Hater in the ninth there? I understand the rule that he has about not using Hater in games where they're trailing, but when you're talking about a stretch like this and you're fighting for a playoff spot, I'm not calling a must-win, but there's 30 games left. Like You've got to win these games, and you're down 4-3. Haters in that situation. You have a much better chance uh, to come back in the ninth down by one run instead of down by two runs
0: or three runs. Well, uh, Cody, we always try in segments on a positive. So I'll, I'll end this with hopefully a positive, you know, it hasn't happened yet, but we hope it's going to go well for these teams. I assume, you know, once you're done with Brewer coverage, we'll, we'll be dispatching you to, to, you know, to camp Randall and and Lambeau field, you know, uh, on many Saturdays and Sundays. So we have, you know, a Twitter poll question up today. Very simple. It's not subjective of, you know, which team you thought, you know, based on the season was more successful, just black and white, who wins more games, win total, packers badgers which team do you think wins more games this season and cody don't be this guy who just tweeted in
1: well the packers play four more games maybe you shouldn't have worded it (laughs) by a
0: win percentage yes we understand yeah that thank you it's Uh, who wins more games it's simple wins more games black and white that's it
3: yeah really quick before i answer that question i i i have i get so annoyed by these tweeters and facebookers that that Question our questions? Just play yeah. along. I know it's the it's very simple. And, on.
1: and by the way, the Badgers yeah. in the last ten years, the Badgers have won more games than the Packers have. So, <laughs> someone that, yeah, that better be, tell the Packers that they have four more games.
3: Don't don't be a jerk online. I I still take the Packers. I think they're going to have a huge bounce back season. I like what they have done to defense the last two years. Uh, Aaron Rodgers I think is on a mission, and a, I think he enjoys the offense that Matt Lefleur is, is running. As far as uh, Coach that he has said despite what the national media uh, thinks about it so I'm gonna take the Packers
0: uh, yeah that's where I went. Uh, I mean look because I think the Packers are a 10 win team and for for Wisconsin to win that bet then you, know, you got to at least go 10 and two 11 and one which would be I mean if if that happens Cody we're talking about we're clearly talking about a big Ten championship game. And you know we're entertaining a college football playoff if you get to eleven wins, so uh yeah, I mean that'd be incredible. i just i I see Wisconsin being better than seven and five. I don't know that I see them being that much better this year.
3: you guys expect Grant Mertz to start this season at some point?
0: Yeah, Friday at six oh one,
1: yeah, and then Joe <laughs> woke up from his dream and paid me five hundred dollars. uh no, probably at the end of the uh, see, I don't know it depends if Jack Cohn does well then. Why would he play? Yeah, see,
0: that's the thing, Cody. I made this bet, but I don't. If if Cone starts Friday night, then I don't want Mertz to start because Mertz starting means Cone didn't work out. That means Wisconsin's not having a good year. So it's it's kind of like a a paradox for me as a Badger fan.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, obviously, Mertz is the top recruit, and he's the guy that we all want to see. But of course, you're going to root for. Jack Cohn, Why wouldn't you want him to succeed? Because no, 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 if he does no. succeed, that means the will succeed. I saw right.
1: Joe talking to a guy about going to Sizzler after he takes down uh, Cohen on the field of the Volkswagen, like in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> that is that is uh,
0: that is fake news. Sizzler, uh, Sound me. Uh, what was that? It's a kiss. Who's blowing kisses at? Got a lot of fans, man. Was a big um, bear walk by? That <laughs> guy. I don't think he even knew that. Um, all right. So the Twitter poll question: Who do you think wins more games this year? Total. Yes, we understand the Packers yeah, they play, more, play games. more games. Badgers have won well, no, th- more no games crap. for the last six years. Right now, the Packers leading the way, 150 votes in, 60-40. Uh, you, I believe, Ebo said you voted for Wisconsin, correct? Yes. Uh, Nelson, did you vote for Wisconsin?
2: I also voted for Wisconsin.
0: Okay. Uh, I am the one in this room that voted for the Green Bay Packers. Um, I think just if you go simple, ma- I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I did. The simplest one is... There is more games, are more games that the Packers play. And for Wisconsin to win this bet or win this total, I believe they would have to get to a minimum of nine wins, probably ten. I mean, do you agree, Ebo, or would you say that the Packers will win at least eight games? They might not be a playoff team. They might not be great I think the think Packers are in least... the range
1: of a seven and nine to a nine and seven team.
0: So but you think they will win at least eight games?
1: They're in the range. In the range, okay. yes.
0: Um, do you think Wisconsin is a lock to win more than eight games? I think eight is where I would pick. Yes, I think
1: they're a lock to win minimum eight.
0: But, right. So I think, yes, I think, but to win more than eight games, would you say that'd be a successful season for Wisconsin? To go nine and three yes. with this schedule would be right now. Yes, nine and three would be sick? very nice. Right. So what do you think? I mean, looking at all the comparables. For Wisconsin to get to nine and three or Green Bay to get to nine and seven, what's more of a difficult path? For the Packers to get to nine and seven or for Wisconsin to get to nine and three? I believe the reason why I voted the Packers. I think it's more of a challenge for Wisconsin to get to nine and three than it is for Green Bay to get to nine and seven. That's why I'm taking the forget about the Aaron Rodgers motivation and is the defense better and is Matt LaFleur an upgrade and calling plays than Mike McCarthy. I'm just saying, look at the path. Is it easier for Green Bay to go 9 and 7 or Wisconsin to go 9 and 3? I believe it's easier for Green Bay to go 9 and 7.
1: I think it's easier for the Badgers to go 9 and 3 cuz you're afforded a l- some big opponents at home. I know how is at home, but you get them at home and uh when you're the Packers, your layup games, a lot of tough travel there and you're going against other professionals.
0: Yeah. Well, and you don't really know what the layup games are. I mean, again, we think the yeah, Redskins, exactly. the Giants and the Lions are, are layup games. What if one of those teams goes eleven and five this year, and suddenly that's a, a a brutal game?
2: Yeah, you think, and the the Packers, I think they only have seven locks.
0: Yeah, I think, I, I, yes, I think that's a floating term because you know nobody saw Northwestern going eight and one in the Big Ten last year, um, and plus the last ten years the Badgers have won more games. That's true. than the Packers. It's, I it, it mean, this you guys are probably the smart money is to probably say Wisconsin. Uh, I just think if I look at, I think nine and seven is an easier get than nine and three. Putting the schedule side by side, Hawkeye, welcome to the Joe and Ebo show.
4: Boys, how are we doing? Hey, hot guy. Hey, dude. Hey, Joe. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta knock you this morning. Uh, and you too, Ebo. I mean, you guys are absolutely, positively smoking crack. If you think the Packers are going to win ten games this year, huh?
1: that
0: is the most ridiculous thing. Hawkeye,
1: I said they're hey, seven man. and nine to nine and seven.
0: No, so Joe. No, I said they're. Ten. Ten. I think they're going to be. a I think they're a nine or ten win team.
1: No crack for me. I say no to drugs.
0: You, dude, there is no way they get to ten. And you know what? As long
4: as 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 Aaron Rodgers has that stupid mustache, he looks like I don't know. He's trying to go for Wyatt Earp, Dirty Randy, or Tom Selleck. I don't know what he's. Ooh, doing or for, but Tom he the stupid. Tom
0: Selleck early Magnum PI look is underrated.
4: It is underrated, dude, but I mean it it looks stupid right now. I need to shave it off and you know again and I you know I feel for Aaron a little bit. Um, you know, ever since he made the switch and uh, switched from um, his old uh, his old to the new one, it hasn't gone so well. Um, you know, and maybe it's- You think Olivia
0: Munn, I mean, is, you know, is Olivia Munn's, you know, kind of B-list acting career better than Danica Patrick's B-list racing career? But Danica did have, I mean, look, the GoDaddy thing made her, uh, you know, a megastar. So, I mean, she's got that going for her. Hey,
1: Danica never won a race, and Olivia Munn never had a box office hit.
4: Look, I like her. She's hot, dude, but she always has resting bitch face. So, speaking of hot women, um, you know, you you were talking about, um, uh, the uh, Becky Lynch, uh, so, dude, Lacey Evans is a looker. Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, man, ooh, Rose. Sasha like, Banks, the, yeah, dude, oh. Sasha Banks. The roster deep the WWE, there is, some, there's some good looking there's, women. Dude, there's some top shelf, and you know, and, and even May Young got rest. May
1: <laughs> Young, the uh, are these people? <laughs>
4: But yeah, I love what the street props are doing. They brought up, you know, obviously the NXT Tag Team Champions, the street props. They've been they've been promoting them. They do a great job with their promos that they cut. And and oh, by the way, guess what's going on with the draft?
0: When is the when is the draft? Do we have a do we have a date yet, or what's going on with that? We're gonna
1: finalize that. It's gonna be next week.
0: It's gonna be next week. We will have tomorrow is the Fantasy Zone season premiere. So Hawkeye, you better be listening at nine a.m. tomorrow because all. Fantasy football news will be expo- exposed, uh, released, divulged tomorrow at 9 a.m. here on well, uh, the Wisconsin Sports on Radio Network.
4: Everybody else should be listening. I mean, I'm already. Yeah, uh, you're in. I mean, you
0: if you want to listen? Yeah, you are you're, you're, you, you, you know, you're so the defending champs. You're automatically back in. I believe it. It will be probably next Tuesday, Wednesday, but we will have all final announcements tomorrow on the Fantasy Zone. All right, boys. I'm off to the golf course. I'm going to hit them straight and hit them long. Thank you, thank you, buddy. I Go appreciate get him, that. Tiger. Uh, yeah, no. To be fair, uh, Hawkeye, Ebo did not say ten wins. That's me. Yeah.
1: Um, so you're I, smoking crack, yeah, Hawkeye. So uh,
0: I may be smoking crack, but maybe I'm smoking it with Hawkeye. How oh, is it? Uh, y- uh, you, you won't
1: know. sleep for a while.
0: No. Um, can't say I've ever partaken in that. Same. Um, so, I'll, I'll, but if I am on ten and ten and six, that's fine. I just, you know, again, I get the whole concerns the preseason. I think it's. You know, how much do you want to believe the preseason matters? Um, the funny story is Tim Boyle,
2: Boyle has rules. the highest
0: passer rating in the NFL preseason. Do you know who had the highest passer rating in 2016 and 2017 in the NFL preseason? Mr.
1: Preseason himself, statistically not great in the regular season. Brett Nunley. You know, statistically not great. I'll tell you that much.
0: So, yeah, I get it. We haven't seen Rodgers. Uh, haven't seen the first-team offense you hear these stories of the offense not being as good as the defense uh, in practice. I, I don't know how much of that I believe. I, I mean, what is Matt, you know, it's always, it's like the draft, you know, when you hear 50 different stories, well, this team's going to take this team, this team's trading up. That's all misdirection. Do I have some concerns? Yeah. Do I still believe that Aaron Rodgers, even in his worst year last year, still had a Pro Bowl season? I do. Do I think he's going to be better this year? I do. I don't think they're like a Super Bowl team. Don't get me wrong there. I, I'm not I'm not clearing my schedule in January. I'm saying for the purpose of what we're talking about today, Who's more likely to get to double-digit wins? Because that's what I think this is about. Because if Wisconsin gets to 10-2, and two, they're playing in the Big Ten Championship game, and they have an outside chance of going to the college football playoff. I don't think Wisconsin's going 10-2 and two this season.
1: I don't think the Packers go 10-6. and six. Like, that's the thing. So a lot of people are saying that the Packers are going to win 11 games up on Facebook at Zone Madison for a question. I'll, one of the Packers, the Packers have won over, let's see... The last time they won more than ten was twenty
0: fourteen. Yeah, it was the NFC. It was the Seahawks year. They were twelve and four. So look
1: at this, man. Last year the Badgers go eight and five. The Packers go six nine and one. Aaron Rodgers played every game. Uh, twenty seventeen, the Badgers go thirteen and one in the failed Brett Hundley experiment. It was statistically not a great season. The Packers go seven and nine. Twenty sixteen, the Badgers go eleven and three. The Packers go ten and six. Twenty fifteen, they both win ten games. Twenty fourteen, Badgers go eleven and three. Packers edge them out twelve and four. Badgers win again in 2013, 9 and 4. Packers go 8-7 and 1. And then there's 2012, 2011, Packers get the edge. 2010, Badgers get the edge. Then the Packers in 2009, 2008, Badgers get the edge. Out of 10 times, Badgers won 6. Sure.
0: No, 6 I... times
1: more sure. than the Packers.
0: Evo, we've said it many times. Action Tone University, the first fully accredited institution of higher learning for the studies of sports gambling, one of the core classes, one of the, you know, what are the, what are the, it's not an elective. It's a core class. Trends. Trends are your friends. friends. Um, that's it. I mean, yeah. Do you want to start with the trends? And for people who are like, this is such a, you're so stupid. The Packers play more games. Well, okay, dummy. Uh, out of that, even though the Packers play more games, six out of the last 10 years, the Badgers have won more games than the Packers. So it's not that obvious just because the Packers play you know more games. What is nice
2: though, all these college quarterbacks, jack Cohn, graham mertz even alex Hornabrook. they always stay the same age rogers is getting older what, what are, what are you in jack. yeah what are you in?
0: all right all right all right yeah what is this uh uh uh, uh what's the matthew McConaughey movie where he says that um they keep getting old or i keep getting older they keep staying dazed the confused and confused, man, dazed and confused. Yeah. What nice all right thing. all right all right great line in the movie
1: I was driving a Lincoln before it was cool. I
0: keep getting older, they keep staying the same age.
1: Creepy.
0: <laughs> but here's my question to both you guys. These guys are, like, they're elite, right? They were top five in the NFL out there. I mean, Gronk, you could argue, is the best tight end in the NFL. Luck's probably a top five quarterback. They're both, you know, you talk about the peak years of being a professional athlete. It's at 25 to 30 range, right? Yep. So they're both in their prime of their career. They're both among the best, if not the best, at their position and by far and away the most popular sport in this country, the National Football League, right? Yep. And both walk away. Love some football. How many guys do you think saw luck to an extent, and then when Gronk came on and really pulled the curtain back and just talked about five minutes after winning the Super Bowl and he's in his hotel room bawling because he's in such emotional and physical pain, how many more, tw- you know, who's the next or do you think there will be a flood of the next 29, 30-year-old star running back, star quarterback, star wide receiver that says, dude, Luck did it, Gronk did it. Yeah, I make a lot of money. Yeah, it's cool being a celebrity and being making a lot of money and being on TV and everyone knows you and having a million Instagram followers. But, dude, my, my I, I am, like, miserable playing this game. Okay, not to sound like a dick or
1: anything here. Can I say that? You Not
0: just did. Yeah, whatever. I
1: didn't dump it. Yeah, whatever. It's been five seconds. Whatever. Not to sound like a little Richard here, but when Rob Gronkowski was talking about all this, what else was he doing when he was talking about it? Wasn't he selling C, a new CBD he was selling line that a, he was with? So he was talking about how injured he was, but now he's taking this CBD right. and he feels better. And right. all of a sudden he have the aches and the pains. And oh my God, it's a whole breath of fresh air, which I'm a big supporter of CBD, what I'm saying, is this a giant market ploy to say how destroyed my body was? Now I'm taking this CBD. because As he's talking about it, he's standing in front of his CBD sure. thing that he's in- endorsing. Bunch and and he's wearing a shirt with the logo Correct. on it. Talking about how his, he was in such pain, but now he's he feels better because he takes CBD. Which CBD is a huge help when it comes to anxiety, to aches and pains, to joints, you name it. CBD works wonders. Is he kind of just trying to make more money here? Then you have, I know we talked about Dan Dockich, and Dan Dockich had these tweets, um, you know, disparaging Aaron Rodgers, comparing him, you know, the Andrew Luck thing. And he's up for D bag of the week. But Dan Dockich, he must get down. He listens to the Joan Ebo show, has to. Conspiracy Theory Friday, it's a little early. And Nelson, you were telling me about this too. If you go to Dan Dockich's Twitter, he's talking about, uh, what was it? I'm I'm trying to find his tweet right now. Nelson, wasn't it that um, people in the Colts organization. Wanted to keep Luck there, even though he wanted to retire for a while, couldn't play so they could essentially get
2: season ticket holders, and Luck was paid off to keep hush-hush about it. Basically, that's the conspiracy theory to why they gave them that $24 million. It was basically like his commission for keeping ticket sales up the past four or five years.
1: So, yes, does playing a game where you literally, it's like getting into a car accident every play, hurt? Yeah. I'm sure you don't feel good, but what's the ulterior motive here? Well, I you you bring up an interesting point with Gronk. Yes, I do think the, the Andrew Luck thing is a conspiracy, but the Gronk thing is like he's literally wearing the logo and standing in front of the logo and talking about how it's cured
0: him. Yeah, or I helped. Yeah, him. do I think he's trying to sell a product? I do. Do I think he was genuine with his emotions? Maybe he's some great actor, and I you know, then he should be in Hollywood. To me, it felt genuine that he really was. You yeah, know, when he started crying and and choking up, that he really was miserable playing football. And you think if we all sit here and say oh, my God, these guys are pro athletes. What a life. You know, what I wouldn't give to have Rob Gronkowski's life. And here you see the guy who's saying, despite making hundreds of millions of dollars being a national celebrity, he was miserable and he was happy to leave hundreds of millions of dollars on the table. I'm just wondering, you know, was it, again, it was like two or three years ago, this, the whole movement of the attack on football that everyone thought football was in trouble. And then you had the, the anthem protests, and then you had the concussion lawsuits and all this stuff. And you know, the NBA was gaining popularity and everyone's like, watch, give it two years. The NBA is going to outtake football. And you know, now you could put on a preseason NFL game against the NBA finals and the the preseason nba fi- the preseason nfl game would destroy the nba finals in the ratings. So, the nfl is still the most by far and away the most popular brand in this country. So, that whole notion of the attack on football, I just wonder like do you think there were guys 5 years ago that wanted to quit but you know didn't didn't have the courage to do it. Oh well, yeah, and I'm sure. I mean Andrew Luck and Rob Gronkowski are two of the you know two of the 10 20 most recognizable names in the sport. And they just pieced out in the prime of their career. True. But also, Andrew Luck got to keep. What is it?
1: How much did they give him? 20, 24. 24. Yeah, million. I don't think
0: it's about the money, though. I, so,
1: I don't. no, neither do I. But then. You know, I'm sure there's a ton of guys that want to get, hang it up and and, and quit, but they're, they're ridiculed. Look at Chris Borland for the Badgers. That's what I'm he, saying. He quit, and all of a sudden he's got called all kinds of names. In the but book. He, he a, gave his money back, right. too. And then you got that guy, Vontae Davis, for the Bills. He retired at, at halftime. Right. He said he was sitting there at halftime. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. He said, I just hit him out of nowhere. Right. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm sick of it. I'm done. And what happened when he retired at halftime? He got ridiculed. He still get, We're making fun of him right now because it's a funny story. But you have this, like you know, these big masculine machismo dudes out there. I'm sure a lot of them want to hang it up. Could you imagine getting into a car accident every single play? That's what they equate it to. No, and it's like put a helmet on and go run to your garage door as fast, sprint into your garage door as fast as you can.
0: Right, and and, and, and do
1: that a million times—not a million times, but you know, multiple times well, a game. Well,
0: Borland was a good player. I mean, he, I think he was defensive rookie of the year right there, but he only had the one year. So he, you know, if Borland had, you know, if Borland was JJ Watt and he had five, you know. Pro Bowl years and he had a defensive NFL player the early he retires does it carry more weight that's why I think everyone's so freaked out about the luck thing is that when you get to that level of fame and popularity and success you know it's, it's Tom Brady's gonna play at least 45 now it's it was Roger's gonna play into his 40s now it's all these these guys want to keep going luck did the exact and and Gronk did the I mean these guys are always trying to extend their careers right that they they can't ever walk away from the game, and they always have to be cut. You know, it's the Jordy Nelson. It's we talked about it yesterday. The Clay Matthews, where you know you're you're these iconic players with Green Bay, Then you just get dumped on the side of the road like a sack of garbage, and you know everyone's trying to play longer. Well, now you have two of the most popular players in the game saying, not only do we not want to play longer, we're we're like happy to be done with it now. When they have they were in their peak earning years. You know, I just wonder if that's a bad look. I mean, is, is this is this a bad look for football? And you're going to see, I like, think, well, floodgates of 20-something-year-old guys saying, well, damn, if Andrew Luck can retire at age 29, and if Rob Gronkowski can retire at age 29, why well, can't I?
1: I'm, they can, and it's well within their right. But then you got guys like Tom Brady who just signed an extension. You have Julius Peppers who refuses to retire. Did he retire, though? I believe he is now done. Well, like remember, he was going to retire, and then he went to the Packers. That was how many years ago? So six got, years ago, you got guys that still want to continue playing the game, and then once they're John out of it, Williams for the Packers, like, Ramon Williams. So I mean, there's all kinds of guys out there that aren't talked about that want to continue to play. I think Tom Brady is probably the only one. And then you had Rod didn't Rodgers initially say years ago he wanted to be done with his play after 38? the Super
0: Bowl? Well, no, when he was done in, in the Super Bowl, or something. yeah, he said right now when he wa- he did, a- and now he wants to be like Tom Brady. Well, oh, right. But I wonder, like, you know, was it not, like, that's my point. Like, it wasn't cool to retire early. You know, you were, like, you're a warrior. Like, it wasn't cool to come out of the game with concussions, right? Back in 10, 20 years ago, it was, how many fingers am I holding up? Okay, you're fine. Go back in there. Smoke
1: this heater and get right. back
0: in. Now it's not, you know, now playing with a concussion, you know, you're you're you're, you're, you're going to be benched forever. Where 20 years ago, it was, you were expected to. I just wonder, you know, like, when Rogers said that, It wasn't cool to retire early. If Andrew Luck and Gronk and Chris Borland and others, do you think it changes where, you know, like you always say running back, right? When you get to the age of 30, if you're a running back, you're kind of done. Are they going to, and I've said, how many times have I said this on this show? Outside the quarterback position, the NFL is a young man's game. Like it's truly becoming like you better get in, get your money and get out. Because like by the time you're 30, it's over.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care at all if someone retires when they're 29 or 28, whatever. The NFL, like, the majority of guys that do this, they don't even—you don't even know who they are. You're not even going to remember half these guys that retire anyway. 75% of these guys when they retire, anyways. I don't care. There'll be a next crop for us to cheer for. I don't give a crap.
2: It just smells fishy in Indianapolis with that them giving him that money and him waffling on if he was going to play one year. Oh, I'm getting close to being able to play, and then he didn't play a whole season.
1: It is strange with the timing and everything.
0: Well, and then that's the other and question. Keeping all the money. Well, for both these guys, then the other thing: the, do you do you believe that Rob Bronkowski and Andrew Luck are still retired? Like, do you think that we'll never see either one of them on on the field again?
1: I don't. I don't think you'd see Gronk again. Andrew Luck. I don't know. Why'd you keep? 20, I mean, I'd keep the money too. But why was he allowed to have twenty four million dollars? As in, wh- why? Why would you just give yeah, someone twenty four million dollars? Well, but it's like you know, cr- the they didn't cr- have to. I know they, they didn't, didn't have to. to why would you? Why would you just give someone twenty four million dollars and they retired after the third preseason game? But on the flip that's side, your, that's your cornerstone of your franchise,
0: right? But on the flip side, you mentioned Borland. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't required to give that money back. He did it on his own volition. Like if you got, you know, if you said, "I don't want to do the the, well, I, I don't want to be a radio host anymore," and they say, "Well, we appreciate what you don't need, but we're still going to pay you through the year." What are you going to say? I'm not going. Nope. I'm going to give that money back. That's, are you going to take a the little, money?
1: That, well, what did he even keep? It wasn't even that much. It was just a signing bonus. That's what I'm saying. He did Andrew keep... Luck
2: was given 24 million dollars to do what? Yeah, that would be like Ebo walking away today and then paying him for the whole next year. Right.
0: But that would be. Would you give it back, Ebo, or would
2: you?
1: Keep I personally, it? I wouldn't give it back. But why would someone give? Why would they give him 24 million dollars?
0: Isn't it weird? Well, but who cares? I mean, I'm I don't. Just... Ca-
1: I'm good for him for getting his money. That's what I'm saying. But there's something.
2: Something was weird about it. Because no, no company in their right mind, if an employee is leaving, even. No matter how much they loved him, is going to give them a whole year's worth of salary for no one.
1: Wouldn't Jim Irsay want to keep $24 million so we can get more pills? And
0: hookers? Maybe, maybe he's got it. Maybe he's already got the, the market cornered. Back to uh what we've been spending a lot of the, the day on, and that is the uh Packers v badger win total. Uh not, you know, using a, you know, putting it in a context of whose season was more successful or did you win your division? but you didn't you know, win a playoff game, or you won the Big Ten West, but you lost the Big Ten championship game, or you went to a January 1st bowl game versus whatever. Just real cut and dry, Ebo, real black and white. Which team wins more games? Who, at the end of the season, will have more wins in the W column? The Green Bay Packers or the Wisconsin Badgers? You're Wisconsin you and yeah, Nelson's in Wisconsin. I say the Packers. Um, yeah. Well, let me ask you, what do you look in – if this is a too early season prediction, I apologize. Do you have a win total in mind for both these teams? Do you do you have a prediction of what the Packers and Badgers final record will be?
1: Um, for the Wisconsin Badgers, I think mm, I'm going to say nine and three. And then for the Green Bay Packers, I have a range, but I'm going to go. It's either it's either eight and eight or seven and nine. So I'll go eight and eight, them the benefit of the doubt.
0: Oof. So um,
1: the Badgers just squeak by with an extra win. All
0: right, Nelson, what is Wisconsin's record this year?
2: Nine and three pending their bowl game. And the Packers, I'm leaning eight and eight, too.
0: Hey,
1: welcome to the good side, Nele.
2: I just can't see them, especially with all these question marks going into the year.
1: I want to say seven and nine, but like I said, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Figured a couple drinks in me, probably say the Packers go undefeated.
2: See, I just start looking into more and more of these games, more in these facts with the Packers, the Bears, and I think they're going to get smoked week one.
1: That was my fever dream. That was my premonition. I don't want it to be true.
2: Like, I'm, that might be my first bet of the NFL season, Joe. Looking to put money in my own pocket? Sorry, Packers.
0: Well, when when we learned during the home run derby that you would sacrifice $10 to for Christian Yelich, that, that your fandom has a price so low, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Ebo. you know... He was willing to sell out Yelich in the home run derby for a $10 bet. Yeah. Uh, I said, you know, I would have to start in the hundreds and then, you know, see, because I am I, not in the business of betting against my team. I suppose if it was just such an obvious bet. And I felt like th- this was just like stealing. Then, then maybe I would drop a few bones, but uh, I, especially week one until the Packers play a game. Uh, I'm not going to be wagering any money for. I, I wouldn't say this. I, I wouldn't feel too confident about putting money down on Green Bay plus three and a half next Thursday night. Well, here's
1: the thing that you know kind of perplexes me: the Green Bay Packers were able to beat the Chicago Bears with a one-legged Aaron Rodgers after mm-hmm. Deshaun mm-hmm. Kaiser tried to single-handedly sabotage the game. Mm-hmm. Rodgers came back. One of the greatest displays of of like just pure guts and going out there and putting on a performance that Rodgers ever had against the Bears and beat the Bears. But the rest of the season, Aaron Rodgers played every single game. They went, checks notes, six, nine, and one. Rodgers played every game. Mm-hmm. Six, nine, and one with Rodgers.
0: That's nuts. But you know what else is nuts? And you're right, and it's a stunning result. But you know what else is nuts? Two years ago, Wisconsin went 12 and 0 in the regular yeah. season. And they won in the Orange Bowl against the third-ranked team in the country, Miami. Yep. And they had the MVP of that game. And guess who started week one at quarterback last year for Wisconsin? Florida at State's that, third stringer. Well, the MVP of the Orange Bowl the previous year. Guess who was on the offensive line? All five offensive linemen yeah. from the previous year. Guess who was the starting running back for Wisconsin last year? The guy who was the Heisman Trophy front row, the first running back in the history to go for Two thousand yards in his first two seasons. Guess what Wisconsin's record was last year? Better than the Packers. Seven and five. Guess 8 and where, five with a bowl. Guess game. where they have to go though? Up. Well, I, I would have. Yes, they were both. That's my point. Though. I mean, for those, those seasons, for the bowl though.
1: For what we're asking today, the Badgers still won more games. That's true. Despite all the the nonsense that happened last year, and the Badgers
2: bad. can pretty much, in my mind, only go up. The Packers. Do I think they go up from six wins? Yes, but how far? I don't know. A lot of question marks with that that offense, that head coach, some of their draft picks.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. A
2: lot of questions. <laughs> no doubt, right? Just one um, draft pick, though, right? Specifically.
0: Okay, where do you – I mean, go back to last Packers season. I mean, the, the Viking tie, we can all agree. I mean, the, the NFL stole a game from Green Bay, right? I mean, to – the hit on Kirk yes. Cut. so they, we we should say they were you know six nine and one. They should have been seven and nine, right? They 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 had a win stolen by the NFL, right? Robbed, robbed by the zebras. Okay, so I mean either should way, fired. You you have an incredible comeback, win over the Bears. You tie the Vikings, who a lot of people were picking to be a Super Bowl team. You can't really be mad at that start, okay? You go to you go to Washington terrible Oof. team. You just get, it was a bad day. Yeah, they got bolt, bolt race. raised. You're 1-1 one, one, and 1. You come back home, a bad Buffalo team. You shut them out. Okay. Everything's back on track. You're 2-1 one, and 1. Man, that tie still stings. You should be 3 and 1. But we're going to a lowly Detroit team. We'll get to 3-1 one, and 1. You get blown out again. You nearly make an incredible comeback if Mason Crosby doesn't miss 32nd half field goals, but you still lose to a bad Detroit it's team. Sign Carly Lloyd. <laughs> back to 2-2 two, two, and 1. You play a bad San Francisco team at home. You think this is going to be a route. You need a miracle last-second drive by Aaron Rodgers. But you're 3-2-1 and one going into the bye week. Okay, not ideal, but you're still a playoff team. Uh, you're still fine. It's 3-2-1. and one. Now here comes the season, right? You're playing the Rams, the Patriots, the Seahawks, and the Vikings. If you can go 2-2 two and two in that four-game stretch, you're going to be fine. Well, do you guys remember what happened that four-game stretch? <sighs> Anyone?
1: Yeah. It's not rhetorical. So. Yeah, I don't. They lost
0: all I know, four. I know. I don't want to. Yeah, I tried to block it out of my memory. Okay, Remember so, I
2: said that the season was over once they
0: lost to the Rams. So, uh, you did. So, okay. Now you're you're now now the fire Mike McCarthy talk is floating. Now the season's over talk, but you're still doing the like we are with the Brewers right now. Hey, you're playing the the Arizona Cardinals. They're terrible. Then you play the Falcons, who are terrible. We clearly have the Bears' number. The Jets are terrible. We have the Lions at home. We could do another Aaron Rodgers. We'll do it again, right? We'll do a run the table. You can do it, and we'll win our last five games, and we'll finish at you know eight, eight, nine five and one or eight seven and one, and we'll make the playoffs again. What happens? Packers lose to the Arizona Cardinals. One of the worst losses I can ever remember. It was terrible. Mike McCarthy's fired twenty there. minutes later. It sucked.
2: Ebo should be dead.
0: Yeah. Ebo said he would. Jump, Josh but he did Rosen, not. one
1: of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Out-dueled Aaron Rodgers.
0: Okay, so the reason I – like, that season, it was crazy, right? I mean, to think about Rodgers coming back for an injury where – we saw the Brett Hundley failed experiment. We we got our guy back. Everything was going to be fine. Mike McCarthy basically was coaching for his job. Miss you, coach. Ted Thompson was dismissed. A lot of people thought Ted and more stuff comes out. It was probably right for him to go. You got a new GM in there. Everything was set up for the Packers to succeed last year, right? Yep. Everything. From the G- from the front office to the coach to the players. Why did they fail so miserably on all three fronts? Roster was terrible. The coaching was terrible. The players were terrible. I mean, it was a complete Dumpster failure fire. on all three levels. Yeah. It was terrible. It
1: was awful. And now, well, was Aaron Rodgers trying to expedite the firing of Mike McCarthy? Many are wondering. Couldn't even hit a checkdown pass. But... Aaron Rodgers coming back this year, allegedly healthier. We haven't seen a single thing. I, I, you know, it's preseason, I get it, but I at least we'd like to see, like, a series. You know what I'm saying? You have a new head coach. You have a new offensive coordinator who comes from the Jaguars. Jaguars were terrible on offense last year. You got Mike Patton, I guess, as a kind of a constant. Is that, like, the only constant you have, I that, guess? That is, is the only constant. not really a constant. You, you have a running back that... Has been already banged up with a hamstring injury. He hasn't played at all. Aaron Rodgers hasn't played at all. There's you don't really know. I, I always say this, but I think it's important. You don't really even know who your second wide receiver is. Darnell Mayelson, sure, but you haven't you haven't seen in what
2: like two years, a year and a half. We're being told that the defense is super good, but they they can't even tackle in the preseason games. Exactly, and they they haven't shown too much in preseason. But I mean, they haven't.
1: And it was you know Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams haven't really gotten any action at all in the preseason game. The running backs behind him are atrocious. Deshaun Kaiser is a turd. He's terrible. Tim Boyle's gonna be your backup. Do you really want Tim Boyle as your backup? If Aaron Rodgers goes down? I mean I no. You want a veteran, right? Look at all the question marks around the, the, the Packers. I
0: get it. There's a lot of unanswered questions, but I will answer a question with a question to you, Evil. Well, I think I know the answer. You have seen uh, Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade, right?
1: Of course. I own it.
0: Do you remember at the end when Indiana's got to go retrieve the grail because they shoot Indy. they shoot his dad and he's got to go through all the traps, right? Yep, yep. Um, what was the last one he's got to go through?
1: Are you talking about when he gets to the Cup of Christ or is it the- The uh,
0: one before he the gets the The one he's got to have the invisible bridge. What is that one called? I forget what it's called. It's the Invisible Only road. from the lion's head will he... A leap from the lion's head will he prove his word. Yeah, there it you go. It was a leap of faith. Remember, Indy said it's a leap of faith. And then he goes out with one leg. And he yeah. steps, and he it's a blind, and then there up comes And then, then he see. sees it. Right. That's what this Packers season is. Only a leap from the tundra's head will he prove his word. It's a leap of faith this season, Evo. I think all Packer fans tonight need to go home and watch Indiana Jones... And the last crusade. Nelson, you've seen it? Well, if you would have
2: watched it last year and took your leap of faith with Aaron Rodgers getting back, that didn't work out. Too
0: but well. We're not talking about We're not living in the past, Nelson. We're only moving forward. He didn't answer his question, by the way. Have you seen Indiana I've seen Jones? parts of it. <laughs> you need to go home and watch that. All past, That should be a required watching before week one. We're taking a leap of faith here, baby.